Previously on that Cthulhu John. You just got yourself a gun, it looks like. Can I add a gun to my list? If you're planning on keeping that, you know, maybe uh, I should think about doing a firearm safety course. I mean, we could uh, we could go shooting or something. You, you give it a shot, but it's just not happening today. You see that there is a sticky note on your door. It says, called uh, Professor Bradshaw. Got you the curtain gig. See you on Monday. Put out whatever dress I'm wearing for the next day for the funeral. It's my dumb mom there. Millie was my best friend. You see her mouth fill up. This heartless wench. Lenny had told me about uh, all the snake business and anything related to serpents. Uh, you know, I figured I might see if there's any kind of cross-reference with any of the uh, scribblings and the notations in the Speculum Magus about the serpent people. Yig is revered as the god of the Ophidians. I thought that whatever we were working on here is yet to come. What if... Some of these people are already here. Thanks for joining us for that Cthulhu John episode 32. We are a real play called Cthulhu Podcast. I am George, your keeper of arcane lore. And with me are my friends and investigators, Chad. Extreme. Chuck. Hey, hey. And Jenny. Hi. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right, guys. So when we last left off. You guys were still at Walter's house. You just did a shot in memory of Millie. Mildred. Um, So you just did a shot in her name. And Walter kind of came to the, not conclusion, but he came to the theory of the Ophidians or serpent folk might already be around. A somewhat terrifying prospect. Yes. So with that in mind, it is about five o'clock right now. You're all at Walter's house. Where do you guys go from here? Well, you see or hear maybe the... As uh, Walter pulls the cork top off of the whiskey and pours another one. Slide my glass over toward you. Nice. There you go. One for Heather as well and a third for him. Says, uh, well, uh, aside from my uh, hourly stuff, I'll probably be pouring through these books quite a bit. I'm going to remake my little cubic diorama here. He gestures to a little cardboard box that's been hollowed out. Has a bunch of lines drawn on the inside. This is uh, a lot of these notes reference these different lines and plots and things like that. I'll probably be working on this up until the uh, meteor shower on the 21st. Any help you guys would be willing to uh, put a little time into it if you have some free time would be awesome. It'd be super helpful. Staring at the box and I kind of look around at it. Uh, what do you uh, what do you expect me to do with this? Uh, I don't understand. Well, this is just the first. Uh, I'm going to make one that's a little better. But uh, 
he pages through uh, the book a little bit and he goes to one specific uh, reference and he says, uh, you know, uh, these are mathematical references. And uh, well, if you, if you write them down and graph them, and he gestures back to the box, he says, uh, all of these different lines have corresponding notation in the book. But as you can see, he closes the book and shows you how thick it is. Uh, there's 14 of these. And if they're all about this thick, I've got my work cut out for me. So Lenny, uh, this sounds like an awful lot. Give me an education roll to see if you understand all of it. It is a bit. And the only thing I can really, that my mind goes to is uh, he's, he's good with maps and navigation. So, I mean, if it's, right. it's any close to like platinum course, then he might have some insight, but otherwise uh, it's a bit over his, a bit over his head. Edu, how much do I want to pass it? Not enough to spend nine luck. Just a regular pass. No, I failed. Oh, you failed? Yeah. Okay, so you're trying to figure out what Walter's talking about, but you're just kind of nodding and looking at the book and nodding along, but not really picking up what he's saying. Yeah, I don't uh, I'm not really getting it there. Uh, I don't really see how any of this uh, correlates to lines and points in this box here. Your little uh, school project. <laughs> well, I mean, that's not all that needs to be worked on. Whoever these Ophidians are, I mean, if there's more references to that, I think that might be kind of related to some of the things you told me. I mean, I, I can't be sure about that, obviously, but if there's more notes like this that reference them, I mean, maybe we'll find some of the things you had talked about. I guess I could look through the, some of the books for Ophidians, I suppose, but uh, it's not in English, is it, right? It's just the, the, kind of, the annotations are? Yeah, the annotations are in English. I won't be reading any more books tonight, I don't think. I mean, unless he gets more. But just with the one, I mean, I don't think I'm going to find anything else that he hadn't, you know what I mean? So if we had more books available to study, I would I would help out and All right. peruse, maybe maybe make some notes. I want to help. I want to do these puzzles. A good question, too. Uh, how about Heather? Are you picking up on this whole plotting courses and lines and stuff like that, the mathematical aspect of it? Let's get an education roll. Roll these. Not near the microphone. Sorry. 66. I'll, can I spend for that? I have 62. You sure can. Okay, I'll spend four. There you go. So you pass your education roll. And Heather, you're kind of uh, following along with Walter figuring out how these points match together and the code behind the lines and angles. Walter says, uh, once I remake the, the box or the cube and uh, line the inside with graph paper and replot the lines that I had already discovered, I, I think it'll be a lot clearer. You'll see. I mean, I don't know. The whole thing is interesting to me. I don't have anything else to do. and I'm just going to like probably drink all night. So drinking and graphing. Why not just stay here and drink and, you know, put some puzzles together that might help I guess, uh, all of us out. I guess we'll order some pizzas or something, man. Now, are you guys just going to pour through this one book? Well, he does uh, at some point probably add uh, that, he, uh, well, you know, the other books, uh, we uh, won't be able to access them until tomorrow. They're uh, within a safe deposit box at the bank. 
you know, this isn't stuff I was thinking we would, you know, accomplish tonight. Uh, all of it anyway, uh, we could certainly do some of this stuff and who knows? I mean, there's probably other stuff that I've already read, which I might not have even realized had any, uh, correlation with these Ophidians or Yig, was it? There's uh, plenty more that I could still pour through, I'm sure. But you guys are all certainly welcome to stay here and make yourself comfortable. I like the idea of some food. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, I don't mind hanging out. I had, I had a rough day. How about your mother today, huh? It's an impressive woman. Oh, my God. What a piece of work. Ooh. Oh, Jesus. That's who that was? Oh, my. I, uh... I figured that one out based on context. Yeah, so it's pretty normal for her. So what do you guys hope to accomplish right now at Walter's house? Uh, I mean, the only thing specific tonight, aside from maybe reading through for other contexts, would be to, I guess, get a new uh, box ready with the graph paper, you know, all lined up and stuff. So I could at least, you know, begin the more accurate one, I guess. Or like a more final version. I got you. Um, I'll uh, I'll call ahead. You know, maybe after an hour or so. Um, order some pizza. Hey there, Red Walter. You mind if I uh, borrow your car? Go pick it up. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, go for it. And uh, he takes. They said the... they were busy, so I might have to wait a little while. But uh, you know, uh, I'll be back as soon as I can. He takes the door key and it, I guess it's two and one, the ignition and the trunk key. I think they were kind of like separate back in the day. Yeah, they were. It gives you the, the two keys to his Pinto. Okay. Specifically, he takes them off of his keychain and gives you those two. That's what I meant to say. I think Walter probably has a uh, one of those like wooden bead car seat covers. Oh, definitely. Oh, Absolutely. my God. I forgot about those. <laughs> Oh my god. They're so uncomfortable. (laughs) The white beads. (laughs) They sit on a bunch of rocks. Peel it off before I get in. Put the seat all the way back. Ergonomical. And uh, I run to my house and I grab a pry bar. Okay. And another weapon. I'd imagine I wasn't carrying around my shotgun at a funeral. I probably should have. No, no, I wouldn't think so. But now I I will. And um, I'm I'm just going to like. Cruise by Kensington real quick and like, you know, take a look at that building. All right. Yeah. I mean, pick up pizza. Yeah. So you give the excuse. (laughs) You give the excuse that you're picking up pizza. but You're really going to go to Kensington, which is kind of a trek from South Philly. So you're probably going to be away for a little bit. Let's say we start at five. Lenny, by the time you get back, it's going to be six o'clock. Okay. Uh, Heather and Walter, what do you want to achieve in the next hour? Uh, I'm probably just going to do whatever Walter tells me to, because it's like his project and he's been into it. I still want to look through the book more because I don't think I look that much. But okay. I'm really just going to do whatever Walter tells me to do. I mean, yeah, if you're uh, interested in looking through the book, uh, Walter would say have at it. And then basically if he had like an 11 by 17 sheet of graph paper, like a pad of graph paper, he'd basically be cutting pages of it into 11 by 11, getting some, you know, cardboard boxes together and trimming them down to 11 by 11, just so it's all perfectly cubicle. Heather, give me a spot hidden roll. Let me know if you get a hard pass or better. Okay. <laughs> I, just, I, don't, I don't appreciate the smirk as soon as you said it. <laughs> you could get lucky. 
Okay. One in five chance? 46. Let's see. Wait, that's not how it works. No, I got 46. I have 58. Passes got one in five, I guess. No. Yeah. I don't know. You must have a lot of luck. What would I need? To get from 46 to 58? 12. 12. Do I use it? Is it smarter to use it for this than library? I'm using it. I don't know. I'm going to ask the magic eight ball again. Here we go. Do I use 12 luck? Positively, I'm using it. I was no thinking the same shit. thing. I like that eight ball. I know. It's done both of the things you guys have told me to, Except to do. Except for the part where I told you not to use an eight ball to make decisions. Oh, that's true. You absolutely said that. <laughs> you did absolutely say that. So, Heather... You find on the, like, second page in, there is this weird little smudge on there. It's very dark purple smudge. It looks like almost like a fingerprint on there. Mm-hmm. Walter, did, um, did somebody get something on your book? There's, like, a stain on it. Walter, you see this very dark purple fingerprint there. You see, he was probably, like, sitting Indian style with a bunch of, like, glue and tape and, like, scissors and exacto blades <laughs> and dumb stuff. Like a little kid, pretty much. She starts saying that she's not drinking wine and it wasn't her. Like, I don't even, I'm not even drinking red wine. It wasn't me. It's like. He stands up and comes over to the table, stretches a little bit, and uh, says, uh, oh, that's, uh, I don't know, that's dry. Um just a moment, and he rummages through some of his tools and produces a medium-sized uh, magnifying glass. Okay. So you produce this magnifying glass, and I assume you take a look at this little smudge there. A little bit closer, yeah. The magnifying glass doesn't reveal too much more, except that it looks like there's little particles in there, too. Hmm. They're also very dark purple, these particles. Like metallic or plant, or what are we talking about? Particles? Uh, well, give me a natural world roll. Before I make any rolls tonight, can it be reestablished that I'd like to use my gemstone die as the dedicated tens? Sure. Uh, 49 is probably much higher than my natural roll or world. Yeah, it's only 10, sadly. Hmm. Would you like to push it? Uh, no, but I would like to inspect the business cards that I had recently. Um, ooh. I assume you don't have any science skills like biology or anything, do you? Do you have biology skills? Uh, he does not, but he stops on a business card belonging to Willis Freeman, who is the uh, guy in charge of biology and biochem. Um... Gosh, you know, uh, maybe uh, this is worth a quick phone call. It could be interesting. Maybe it's nothing, but, uh, you know, it could be important. This is a really old book. So, Walter, you know that it's Sunday and that you only have his office number. Mm -hmm. So you're pretty sure he's not going to be there on a Sunday. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, but that does uh, give him some time to kind of uh, mill out a plan. This is one of the people I met was in charge of biology. Um, he might have some insight. Uh, could be nothing, but I mean, it's an old book. I'd kind of like to know what it is. Um, he said it looked kind of like a fingerprint specifically. 
Not, well, I mean, it does look like a fingerprint, but not one that you could like lift the print off of. It just looks like someone's maybe finger smudged it. Gotcha. This is, uh, I mean, could just be an old ink, but it's pretty weird. Can I look at it through the microscope? I don't know if there's a microscope. Just to see. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, the uh, magnifying glass. Just because I'm curious of all the stuff that he's doing. Of course he can. Just for funsies. You still see amongst the dark purple smudge, there's even darker purple little flecks in there. In fact, they're so dark, they're almost black. <laughs> it might not have been you, but I mean, somebody could have had some wine on their finger as they were thumbing through here. But as I hope to one day restore this collection, might be better to check before I just willy-nilly scratch it from the pages. Does it look like blood? It does not look like blood. It's not red. It's, it's, a, it's definitely purple and or black. Purple like? Like prints. Yeah, like purple prints. Purple prints, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what you say. Um, so, Walter and Heather, what do you guys do for the next hour? Just pour through those. You find that little thumbprint, and you look through it through the magnifying glass, but you can't really discern anything from it. For the next hour, though, I would say you guys are still looking through these books. And what does Lenny do? He drives up to Kensington. Yeah, hop on 95 real quick. Shoot up that way. Um, you know, it's late-ish on a Sunday, so can't imagine the roads are too crazy. Um, get up there, and I'm going to cruise by that place. Um, just kind of get a look at the building, maybe park down the street, have a, a quick walk around the block, look around for anything suspicious, listen in, check out back, see if there's rear access. Stuff like that. Okay. So looking around the building, you do see a couple of people that are kind of pale, little gaunt looking, little agitated looking around that area. Not necessarily right in front of the building or anything like that. Oh my God, there's wind to go everywhere. <laughs> no, not like that. Not like that. <laughs> They're little ones as babies. Um, yeah, you mean like um, people on drugs? Probably. Yeah, that's what I guess. <laughs> so you see a couple people like that around there. I mean, it's generally a pretty shady area. However, the address that you gave you is at an old church. Hmm. And when you get there, you see that the church is all locked up. Is it like a standalone building or is it attached to any other ones? Or It is a standalone building. Okay. Not creepy whatsoever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what is the rear face? Is there like a driveway behind it or is there another road? Well, the entire front of this building looks like it's eroding pretty bad. You see cracks all over the visage of it. Among the cracks, you see little pieces of moss growing. Within the moss, it looks like that's starting to turn brownish as well. The whole building looks like it might fall apart at any moment, mm. but it is made of stone, so it would have to be a pretty rough moment for it to fall apart. Um, is it on a corner or it's like middle of the block? or is what's, a, what's It's what's in the, the middle of a block 
on each side of it, separated by a small grotto on each side, there are residential houses. Okay. Any trees and stuff on the property around the church? There are no trees. However, there are pretty big bushes. All right. Um, I'm going to go to park down the corner and have like a walk around the block, maybe a jog real fast because it might be chilly. Um, yep. I might just slow it down to a walk as I pass by the building and just get a better lay of the land around it um, and look for any lights on inside or anything. But I'm not going to I'm not going to go tiptoeing around the yard or anything. Look all suspicious. OK, as you go around the building, you can see the grotto on either side extends actually to the back a little bit and there's a fence around it. Oh, OK. So the grotto is almost a U shaped around the uh, church. So on the opposite side of that fence, would that have been the next street? Yes. Okay, that's very convenient. All right, so then when I'm doing my little circle of the block, I'm getting an eye on the back of the building all too. Okay, when you look at the back of the building, you can see that there are actually two back doors there. The fence is pretty high surrounding it. Is it like a iron, like a bar fence, or is it like uh, wooden, or can I see through it? It's one of those iron kind of fences, got the spokes on the top. Classics. Spear tips. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, so I'm just kind of getting an idea of what's going on with the building. Uh, no lights or anything on in there, or can I tell? While you're looking around the back, you see the two doors that are adjacent to either side of a small window that barely peeks up above the ground. Okay. Basement. Within the basement window, you see a faint light on. Why are you going to do this? Uh, I really want to see in there. How far is like the property on the other side of the fence? It's a good 10 yards. Yeah. Um, it's a little early to go, you know, sneaking up and peeking in windows. Um, I usually keep my peeping like after midnight. It's about 5.30 for you. I mean, it's probably... Probably pretty dark by then. I mean, doesn't yeah, it get dark, dark. like 4.35? Yeah, it's dark. It's past 5. Is there a gate that opens on this side of the... There yard? is not. No. Is there any parts that have been broken or, you know, rusty or crashed into with cars? There is a small part where there are three bars kind of bent slightly open. You think that you might be able to fit through it, but it would be a tight squeeze. I should have brought uh, a big-ass crowbar instead of a pry bar. I was going to say, yeah, you got that pry bar with you. You could probably finagle something. Maybe, but residential area, even though, you know. Uh, all right. Yeah, yeah, let's see what I can do. You know, just you know, just walking by, you know, looking around, see if anyone is watching as I approach it doesn't look like anyone is watching you specifically, but there are some people kind of coming out of their cars and heading into their homes right now. Okay. Um, as I just kind of slowly cruise up toward the, where the, the bars are bent, I um, I stop and lean up against a fence and light a cigarette and wait for anyone uh, you know going toward their house or whatever. Anyone close by that would be able to see me in their immediate vicinity i wait for them to go away and then i try to pry it open wider you figure at this point it's just people coming back yeah 
and they all kind of go in and after about after about 15 20 minutes or so the streets look pretty clear any of these bars like rusty enough toward the the bottom or the top or wherever they meet the next like joint that i'd be able to possibly break it with the pry bar sounds like a luck roll to me does it sound like a luck roll to you Sounds like a 34% chance to me, which is not, it's, it's quite not. So no, you don't see any sort of rusted or weak spots around these okay. bars, except for the spot where it's, you know, already bent. Yeah, yeah, I was just hoping to take one of them, maybe weakened ones and break it a bit, make it easier for me to get in there. But I try to pry them wider regardless and see if I can, because I ain't trying to get halfway stuck in here where I'm getting chased by a snake man or... Oh no, I hear you. So... Give me a strength roll and let me know if you get a hard pass or better. Oof. Mm-mm-mm. I should have brought a bigger crowbar. Yeah, that one's not helping you too much. How high is the fence? Oh, I ain't much of a climber. Forget it. <laughs> um, I'm going to keep on walking around the block at this point, and I'm just going to... Is there a fence on the front side of the church yard? Same fence, same size. Is there, but there are probably gates though, right? Maybe, even, is there any open gates, anything that's visibly unlocked from, from the sidewalk? As you look around the block there, it looks like the only access to the grotto is through the church. Ah, that's how they get you, huh? That's how they get you. You have to go into the church to, and then out into the grotto. Hmm. There's no gate. I wasn't going to break into the church yet. I mean... <laughs> I mean... Um, yeah, but what if it's unlocked? I go up to the front, pulling the church doors. And pulling the church doors in the front, and it has a little give, but it does not open. Does it feel like it's chained or something on the other side? Or mm, That's tough to tell, but it doesn't open. No, there's no rattling. Nope. All right. Um, yeah, I'm not going to screw around too much yet. Uh, you know, it's suspicious, but well, I mean, what do I know? I don't believe in all this mumbo jumbo anyway. There's no weird connection between a play and snakes and those books. Doesn't make any sense. Uh, so I'd go pick up the pizza and head back. All right. So you pick up the pizza, head back to Walter's house. And by that time... It is 6 o'clock. Well, 6.15, let's say. Jesus, would you make the pizza? Yeah, uh, they apparently they forgot to make it, so I had to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Walter doesn't think too much. He was probably uh, focused on recreating the cube. As I'm sure Heather was, too. Lenny, did you get a fingerprint of wine on this book? I don't really uh, drink wine, which you, uh, what are you talking about there? And um, let me take a closer look at that. Do I see the magnifying glass? Can I? You can take a look at it. You can give me a natural world roll. I remembered that one small detail you after sure I got did. Get a and it was a yeah, it was a purple mm-hmm. flower in, in his mm-hmm. room. I didn't tell you so, guys about that. But... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Roll with a bonus die. Ooh. What am I rolling? Oh, I got a five. Natural world is only 10 to start. That sounds like a pass to me. Do you have? It's, it's a hard pass. That is a hard pass. Check that box. 
It's already checked. So you pass your natural world, and you recognize these bits of plant look very similar to the flower that you saw in Skinny Joey's office that one time. Uh, it's real weird. Hey, uh, you know anyone that can uh, get a better look at this here, uh, Walter? You got smart friends. Yeah, maybe. That's actually what I was talking to Heather about, but... Makes me think of that purple flower I was telling you guys about. Uh, I don't understand why that fingerprint would be in this book, but uh, if things are connected, like you say, this kind of proves it a little bit. Uh, And I wonder if it has anything to do with what uh, I got injected with. Maybe it's a cure. Well, what about the page itself? Uh, He starts to, or can he attempt to translate the Latin on this page that the smudge is on out to English? You can tell that this page is basically a table of contents. It just so happens to have a little smudge on it. Oh, well, uh, I don't think we'll find many answers in this page itself. But yeah, I guess. uh, Why don't we scrape some of that onto uh, you got like uh, wax paper or something in there? I'll just start walking toward the kitchen. House is the same, but backwards. Uh, well, before we go that route, um, I was hoping to have <laughs> a uh, an expert analyze it. Um, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess you could bring them the whole book, but uh, you know, really just scrape a little off onto the wax paper, fold it up. This uh, specialist, he uh, he also has some of the other books. Oh, how many books you say there was? A whole library, huh? Forty something. Quite a few. I forget the exact total, yeah. It's all written by the same guy? That's a good question, actually. I uh, don't think so. With this many volumes and this many pages, that would probably take a whole lifetime. Walter, you know for sure. uh, You've seen encyclopedias before. Even this early version of an encyclopedia, you know, couldn't have been written just by one person. They're always a collaboration. Yeah, especially a collection this big. I figured that would probably be like a whole group of people dedicated to it or something. Hmm. Kind of like now. You and your uh, new friends. Uh, Yeah, actually, with that in mind, um, maybe I should leave him a message and um, give him an idea of what I have uh, for him to take a look at. Who do you leave a message for? Uh, well, the name on the business card says Willis Freeman, the bigger gentleman, I believe, from the... Right, uh, he's a big dude. He's a very tall guy. Um, do you call him and leave a message, or do you wait to call him tomorrow when you think he might be in his office? Um, no, I think I could probably just leave him a message. Um, I mean, there's always the off chance that he happens to be in there grading papers or something. You never know, but... Um, I got some questions, too, you know, about that. Purple stuff. So uh, let me know when you give it to him. Uh, you know, just ask about if it ha- could have any like uh, trippy LSD type qualities to it. Uh, maybe that's what I did get shot at with. And you know, long term effects and you know, uh, any more info would be nice. Yeah, of course. Uh, well, hopefully he can uh, figure that out. I mean, I would hope he has specialized tools for just that reason. And by tools, of course, I mean probably chemicals and vials and spinning doodads and things of that nature. Of course he'd have that. Working at the school, he's probably got access to uh, all kinds of tools and whatnot. Right, so you leave a message for uh, Wills Freeman. And I assume you just, do you just give him like a call me back kind of message? Or do you say, hey, I found some purple shit? 
Uh, I was thinking more like I found something interesting in one of the volumes that I was hoping you might be able to analyze and give me a better idea if it's anything of value or interest before it's uh, you know removed or damaged or anything. All right, so you leave him that message. And what do you guys hope to accomplish from 6.15 on? Yeah, it's kind of hang back. Hanging out with them, I don't... Eat some pizza. All right, so you guys start pouring through books more, have some pizza, and... Very separately, I might add. If anybody's yeah. eating pizza, it's going to be a wash your hands after you're done and keep that on the other side of the room <laughs> kind of thing. I have no reason to look at that book. So Walter's being, understandably so, a uh, little nitpicky about the food and your hands and all that kind of stuff. But you guys start pouring through these books and trying to plot out the lines. And let's say after. It's one book. So after, after you guys are hanging out for a long time. You hear the chimes of the grandfather clock in Walter's living room. The chimes kind of just go into the background for you until you start to hear 11 of them. That's unusual. No, it's not unusual. You just... No, realize how late it is. You just never realized. Even though there are chimes, you just didn't pay attention to them. Lost track time. I definitely fell asleep on the couch, I'm sure. All right, you didn't, yeah, because you weren't pouring through the books or anything. There's only one book as well, so it's not like we can really, like, get down in there. That's true. So, Blenny, you're asleep on the couch, and (laughs) eventually, Heather and Walter, you realize exactly how late it is. Midnight now or something? It's 11 o'clock now. Okay. I would ask Walter for a ride home. I have to go to work tomorrow. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, I didn't realize how, how late it was. Uh, hey, uh, Lenny, you're welcome to stay here if you like, but uh, I'm going to hmm? give Heather a ride home. <laughs> um, yeah. So, my bad. No, I, I just, I'll go across the street. Sorry. Night. I'll just kind of stumble <laughs> out and grab my jacket, but I don't put it on. All right, Heather, what do you do from here? Uh, I go home. Um, if Ginger is awake, I guess I ask her more about. I'm gonna. I want to ask her more about the job if she's awake. Okay, I'm gonna say Walter takes you home. The seat is like all the way back. All the mirrors are changed. Oh, because you were sitting. Because <laughs> you shouldn't sit in shotgun. Oh. <laughs> I'm assuming Walter's a lot shorter than Lenny for some reason. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Probably scoots it up like all the way to the front and then kind of adjust it back yep. an inch or two. He's kind of leaning over the steering wheel a little bit, I picture. Takes an extra like three, four minutes to get him just right. He's like a perfectionist with the mirrors. Makes sense. All right. So you drop Heather off. Heather, you get in and you come upstairs and turn on the light and look around. You don't see. Anyone there? You do see Ginger's door closed. Okay. Uh, I'll put my ear up to it, see if I could hear her in there. When you put your ear up to it, you hear some faint mumbling. I just walk in. When you walk in, you just see a big lump 
underneath a large puffy duvet, and you hear some unintelligible mumbling. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so it's just sleeping and mumbling. <laughs> oh, so I eat some cereal. No, um. So <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm probably a little buzzed from drinking, well, like Maker's Mark or whatever. Sure. So I just shake her awake a little bit. I just want to ask her what I'm supposed to wear. All right. So you shake her, and she's like, "What? Oh, Heather, what's what's up? What's up?" Sorry, Ginger. I just uh, need to know, like, some details about tomorrow. Like, is there anything I'm supposed to wear? Like, how weird is this guy? Like, you know, just well, a little nervous. Well, Professor Bradshaw is a little eccentric, of course. But as far as what you got to wear, you know, just darker colors. So you kind of blend into the background. Mm-hmm. In fact, Heather, with your with your blonde hair like that, you should probably tuck it up under a uh, a cap or something. Okay, like a burglar. Exactly. No. <laughs> She's like, yeah, if that's what you want to call it, whatever. Heather's the new bad guy on the block. Well, I mean, are you okay? Have you been sleeping all day? I mean, I left here at like ten. You feeling okay? I'm just I'm just worn out, Heather. Listen, I'll be there at practice tomorrow, and I'll see you then, okay? I just I just need sleep till then. All right. Catch you later. <laughs> I see you close her door. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to accomplish? Oh, yeah. I do want to call um, step-grandpappy Glenn. Let him know I mailed those pictures. Okay, so you call at 11... They are three hours behind, so they answer the phone and just hear the same voice that you heard before that called you pick up and go, uh, yes, hello. Uh, Glenn, this is, uh, Heather. Oh, yeah, Heather. How are you? I'm good. I, uh, just letting you know that I sent those pictures. Oh, good. That's great. They should arrive here probably in about a week or so. But just keep in mind that if you ever want to come up here and visit us, our door is open to you. I mean, I did want to know more about that. Like you said, I could bring a couple friends, you know, stranger danger, just being careful. Um, No, I completely understand. I totally understand. You don't really know me or for that matter, your grandmother. So... I understand if you wanted to bring some people with you. And, um, you know, I'm out of work. So, like, money, as far as money goes, I don't really know if I have the money to fly up there. I know you mentioned you could wire me some. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll wire you some money if you want to come up. If you don't, that's fine, too. Uh, But thanks for sending the pictures either way. All right. Uh, Good talking to you. Oh, wait. I ask him if his wife is talking yet. I want to ask him, like, is uh, how is um, my grandmom? She's still. He says, "Well, she's still semi catatonic. She's not responding to much, but she is eating and occasionally sleeping." Well, I guess that's improvement. Um, all right. Sorry to bother you. 
Oh, no, it's fine. Again, our door's always open to you. Thanks for the pictures. Does he seem really creepy like you seem right now? Like, do I feel how creepy he is being? (laughs) Give me a psychology roll. Eighty-nine. Can I push it? I don't know how you would. I don't know either. (laughs) He seems like a really great guy. I thought of a way you could push it. And that's to keep him on the phone. Okay. So he's about ready to hang up with you, but what do you say to him? Um, wait, um, can you describe, like, anything? Tell me any traits that, you know, my father had. I'd just like to know more about him. So. Nice. Glenn Galworthy says to you, it's like, well, your father was a sturdy man. He was very opinionated. He was not exactly happy that me and your grandmom got together, uh, him being her only son, and I guess somewhat protective. But dear, I really do have to get off the phone. Well, what gives you the, what makes you think that? What makes you think that he didn't like you? on here. I need some Rollsies, baby. (laughs) He was a karate man. (laughs) He says to you, well, sometimes you just get a vibe off someone. Come on. Give me a roll. Give me a roll. Thank you. I was like, this is so creepy. (laughs) A vibe. 63. What do I have? I know I don't have that much. I have 51. 12 points. 12, I don't know. No, you can't spend it after you push a roll. Oh, you pushed. Right, right. 99. (laughs) So, so Glenn says to you, well, Heather was it again? Yeah, Heather. Well, I'll be looking forward to those pictures. And I'll talk to you later. And he just hangs up. Bye. Oh, my God. Cue that Twilight Zone music. What else do you want to do tonight, Heather? Uh, I'm going to stare at that picture of my dad Mm -hmm. for a while and lay in bed and hold on to my necklace and stare at that and fall asleep. All right. That's pretty cute. I like that. (laughs) All right, so you go to bed. And Lenny, what do you do? Um, I probably just wandered across the street and, I don't know, maybe went back to sleep. Okay. Um, All right. Lazy day. I'm still kind of recovering a little bit. I don't know. I got you. So you go to sleep, and Walter, you get back from dropping Heather off. What do you do? Is there anything you want to accomplish before bed? No, same thing. I mean, I've just been toiling away, probably all stiff and achy from sitting on the floor and gluing paper and cardboard together. I think he's definitely ready for bed. So you guys all take a little sleep and you guys wake up. What time do you guys wake up on Monday? Work day for me, so I'm probably up by 10. Latest. You're up by 10. 
What about Lenny? What is Lenny doing on Monday? Not going to work. Since he's usually the one that wakes up the earliest. Do you no call, no show, or do you call in? I um, I no call, no show. Oh, um, okay. I remember, you know, I think we had only talked about possibly covering the end of last week, but, uh, you know, I had discussed with the boss that, you know, there might be some circumstances that I might not be able to return to work immediately. So hopefully it's still covered. You discussed with the boss? When he was sending me off with his son. Yeah, that's right. Um, I mean, it was more for just the end of that week, but hopefully it's still kind of in the air. And the fact they're both missing. Well, I don't know. I could be missing too. Yeah. So, Lenny, you stay home. Yes, I do. Do you just stay in bed? No. Um, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna call Walter. Uh, maybe not immediately. You know, I, uh, I get up and shower and eat some breakfast and stuff. But uh, Right. But by then, it's seven at the latest. All right. I'll call Walter. He seems like a early bird. All right. So, Walter, you get a call. You wake up a little groggy. Uh, hello? Hey there, uh, Walter. I didn't mean to wake you. I uh, just kind of assumed you'd get up early. Uh, sorry. I guess you probably were up all night with your diorama. <laughs> yeah, I was up late for sure. Uh, no worries. What can I do for you? Uh, you know, I, uh, I got a little time off. Um, you know, I figured, uh, you know, if he wasn't doing nothing, uh, you know, hang out with you, go get, get your books or whatever. Kind of curious to know what that uh, that purple stuff was, too, or at least specifics. Uh, well, yeah, um, I suppose the bank opens uh, nine, but uh, I could certainly get up a little bit early. We could take out the second and third volume and uh, or maybe even the second, third, and fourth, have a few books at hand. I suppose uh, there's less reason to keep them all stowed away at the bank now anyway, so. Yeah, probably true. Uh, yeah, I was thinking about maybe renting a vehicle too, so I don't have to rely on you too much. So, uh, I don't know, maybe uh, later on, swing by a place. Um, yeah, I guess uh, if you got a, um, a phone book uh, handy, maybe uh, do a little research. We could stop by uh, after the bank. Yeah, Take your time. Let me know uh, when you want to head out. All right. So, Walter, the bank actually opens at 8. That's even more convenient. Well, I don't really mind still being ready in there by 9 o'clock just to kind of not lose too much sleep and or have a long day at work. I got you. All right. So, Walter and Lenny. Uh, Lenny, what time do you leave your house? I wait for him to give me a call whenever he's ready. So, just kind of hang around till then. Okay. So come eight o'clock, there's a knock on your door. Okay. Um, Knockity knock. Yeah, who's there? Ah, Lenny, we're just paying you a little visit. And you look out that little peephole, and all you see is two figures in what looks like layers of coats. And we're going to end the episode there. Oh, oh. God. Oh. Damn. So close to getting away. This is the worst cliffhanger yet. Why didn't I go to work? Oh my god! <laughs> Should have went to work. I can't give my truck back. Did they bring my truck? <laughs> <laughs>
motherfucker. All right. Oh, my God. Oh, those bastards. All right, guys. Well, that's going to be the end of this episode. So <laughs> we're going to just say that sanity is overrated. Oh, deadliest cliffhanger ever. <laughs> <laughs> I go like this can you hear me yeah all right i don't know what happened then yeah you sounded good to me it just sounded maybe like it's just internet my bad tinny yeah. or something Mm-mm. it sounded weird yeah. for a second what if i talk um, like this is that weird no um it's different can, but can you stick your teeth out yeah like, do you talk through your teeth like yeah that? and then, and like then talk through your teeth like this you know what I mean? yeah. yeah yeah you're gonna speak, <laughs> exactly nailed speak it. without Perfect. your lips i think from now on yeah, can you we don't eat any <laughs> lips so you guys are in the, in Walter's house, and you're looking for these books. All right, now try and keep your tongue as still as possible. Ah! <laughs> okay, it's perfect. Sounds great. Nice. Make sure to put the snorts in there. Oh, no. Hey, this is George. Just a quick reminder to like, follow, and review us if you like what you're hearing. And if you want to support us and make our show better, head on over to our Patreon. You can always email us at contact at thatcthulujohn.com with any comments. And you can follow us on Instagram at thatcthulujohn.